Are you hearing voices? Good, because this is Hearing Voices with Drew Fisher. I know this isn't going to go well because it's a sort of an iffy topic, but it's just something I wanted to address. So I read this article and it was either a year or two years ago and it was from a very famous hardware store. I think it was either Lowe's or Rona, but I read the headline and it said that they had this new plan and they brought it out to all the newspapers and whatever. And they said that what they were going to do was have a hiring spree where they would only hire down syndrome people or mentally challenged folks, if you will. And they were going to hire them to do all the cutting of lumber. So I have a massive phobia of electric saws. So I think that's a, a very dangerous job. It's almost like uh, the ending of Fargo with the wood chipper. I just don't think it's a, you know, it could end really badly. But they decided that they were only going to hire for this position Down syndrome people. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying, preface, preface, preface. I'm going to preface this by saying, I'm not trying to shit on anyone. I'm not trying to be offensive. I know that people could take offense to me talking about uh, people who are mentally challenged. But my experience with mentally challenged employees simply went like this. Um, I used to run a movie theater and we had hired a mentally challenged boy to be the guy to rip the tickets. And he only worked once a week, but he would rip the tickets and send the people on their way. And there was really no way for it to go south. And one day we were working at the concession stand and I was helping the young lady that I had hired uh, get set up before we opened the doors. And as we're setting up, I'm talking to, her name is Jennifer. I'm like, oh, Jen, how was your weekend, blah, blah, blah. And all we could hear was this noise. And I've never been able to uh, recreate this noise. But it was this, um, I'm going to do my best, but it was this um, kind of sucking, explosive sound. It was like, but just over and over this suction sound. And I thought like, God, there must be something wrong with our pipes. Uh, something's happening with the water. I, I don't know. And, um, all day, like we're going, we're like trying to get set up and we're listening to the sound. And I'm like, Oh, the sound is sickening. It's like this gagging, sucking sound. I can't find what it is. And, uh, Jen's like, yeah, I don't know what it is either. And then we happen to glance over and we see the mentally challenged boy. And he's standing at the podium where he would rip the tickets. But he has an, his entire fist crammed all the way down his throat. His entire hand. And he's using his fist like a plunger. And is pushing on the back of his throat. And it's going... And I'm like, oh my god, I can't... I can't be witness to this. So I, I had uh, I had an office down the hall, so I decided to go down there and try and do some of my work. So I ran away from the noise, and I finished what I was doing, 
And I came out of my office door and the movie theater hallway, like you have multiple theaters, you have like eight theaters, I believe. And it's a long hallway, but I step out and I look down the hall and the entire thing plays in front of my eyes. I realize what's about to happen. There was a young man had come on a date to see a movie for the afternoon and his girlfriend had gone and sat down and sent him out to buy the food at the concession stand. So I'm watching this happen and this young man has like a baseball cap on sideways, looks like your typical skater kid, and has his pants like hanging down so you can see his boxers and whatever. And he's gone up to the concession stand and bought that combo that we've all had where you get the two drinks and they're giant. And then you got a bag of popcorn and it's huge as well. So you got to scoop that under your arm. And, uh, and then you get the nacho tray <clears throat> and the nacho tray. He's got his hand underneath it, and then he's got a drink in each arm, and then he's holding the popcorn kind of on his bicep, like try, trying to hold it all. And there's also a candy, so they've put the candy on top of the nachos. And so he has this giant combo, and then he's grabbing the napkins and uh, straws and everything that you need, like uh, that you're going to need when you get inside. And he's walking towards the kid who has his fist down his throat and it's going and I'm like oh god I know what's gonna happen and sure enough I look he takes his movie tickets and he puts them in the chips so the chips are completely uncovered you know you put the cheese sauce on one side the salsa on the other and the tickets now are just sitting in the chips and this kid is struggling with this massively oversized food and walking towards the guy, and I'm like, no, 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 you can't do this. And I'm running down the hall, but I was way too late. It was too far. And I look, and sure enough, he did exactly what I knew he was going to do. He, because he's struggling, he's got everything scooped under his biceps, but he's got the nacho tray by the bottom, and the tickets are in the chips. He holds up the nacho tray, and again, my Down syndrome usher has his fist down his throat, sucking on his hand, going, and as the kid comes up, he doesn't even look. He didn't even know. He just holds up the nacho tray as if to say, reach in and grab the tickets. And sure enough, our boy reaches out right from his throat into the chips and slides his hand across and touches every single chip with his saliva that's now spewed out all over his hand and reaches in and grabs the tickets. He rips the tickets and puts them back in the chips and reaches through and slides his spit all over each chip one more time. And then the guy carried on and him and his girlfriend had the nachos for lunch. And I got to be honest, it's just my experience. I'm not trying to be insulting. It's just, I'm just telling it like it is. Um, I don't know that that's the person who should be dealing with massive electrical saws to cut lumber. Um, I have another story about the same individual. Um, after I had quit the job, my friend took over. And one day, same person came in for their shift. And my friend noticed that... He was now wearing the jeans that they had come in wearing. And he's like, hey, are those my jeans? And uh, the employee said, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I, 
I needed to change my pants and I thought they were mine. And he's like, what the hell? Like, that's, that's weird. And then my friend notices as he's walking through the building, he's like, this place smells like shit. This whole building just reeks of shit. And as, as the day's going on, he's going, holy fuck. This, like this building reeks. Like I can't even be here. What the hell's going on? And so he called like, or called around to see if there was like a sewage disaster or something like maybe the toilets had like overflowed and he's checking everything out. And he's like, what the hell happened here? Now we had a washer and dryer in the back of the movie theater and they were for the cloths that we used to clean all the pots and pans and like things that we would clean at the end of the night. And he's like, Oh, I can't even be in this room. Like it stinks so bad. And then he looks and he notices that the dryer is going, not the washing machine, just the dryer. And so he creeps over and he's like, I smell it stronger over here. And he opens up the dryer to discover our employee had shit his pants when he got to work and panicked and switched his pants to my friend's pants, which he found in the change room, put those on, ran out and threw his shit covered pants into the dryer thinking it was, I guess the washing machine. So instead of washing the pants, he was instead baking his shit into the air in the kitchen. And that's why our entire building stunk. And again, not trying to be insulting just to cover my bases. I'm just saying, I don't know that this is the person who should be doing precision cuts with an electric saw um, in any capacity. And maybe I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm not even giving an opinion. I'm just, that was my experience. I've seen a thing now in Barrie and Aurora as well. I've seen the same, uh, the exact same display. And there's these two women uh, in both places. They always have two people together standing with a little signboard with uh, handouts. And it looks to be a thing for uh, about abortions. And at the top of the chart, it says, when will the suffering end? And then there's a handout. And anyways, they're set up on a street corner in Aurora, which is a very, very busy corner. There's nowhere you can stop. It's like, it's the city. You're almost in Toronto and it's a massive amount of traffic where they're set up. And then in Barrie, it's down uh, towards the, the gym and sort of almost like an industrial zone. So as much as there's traffic, nobody's stopping for any little like side thing on, uh, you know, they're, they're just not going to notice that they're there. And I just wonder when it comes to like these people who are trying to make a difference with abortions and they're saying there shouldn't be any abortions. Like we should ban abortions and all this. Why are they always set up on the side of the road? Like who has ever accomplished any kind of act by standing on the side of the street? Um, it's, it's just not feasible that you would ever get your message across in a heavy traffic environment where people aren't looking for that particular item. It just seems like the most colossal waste of time I can imagine. I don't think anything has ever been accomplished in history just by being on the side of the road protesting. I got a sub at Subway the other day. I was just out of options and I was, I had to eat very quickly. So, uh, I usually don't go in there. Um, not because, uh, 
you know, Subway's got some sordid history. I mean, their mascot was a uh, convicted homosexual pedophile. That's a, a Norm McDonald throwback. That is the truth. Their mascot was a homosexual pedophile. Um, and then in Barry, we also had the guy that we call Fuck the Police Guy. He always sang that song at the gym. And it turns out he was just molesting the staff, uh, the underage, like, 14-year-old staff there. He was pinning them down in the back and having sex with them. So Subway doesn't have like a, you know, a great history, but I just thought it was baffling. I went in and ordered a meatball sub and I, again, it's an audio podcast. It is what it is. So you can't see what I got. But if you saw this fucking sandwich that some kid made while he was staring at his cell phone the entire time, um, you know, food hanging out of it, nothing put on properly. The bread's barely cut, like just a mess. And then I get up to the till, and this is the part that got me, is uh, I go to pay for it, and the kid, barely without even looking at me, goes like, oh, anything else, but whatever. And then I look, and it says, tip. And you can't even skip the screen. You have to give this stupid kid a tip. And, like, if, if I could give him an honest tip, it would be like, hey, man, maybe you should actually acknowledge your customers and like listen to them and maybe you'll actually make some money. But uh, instead, you have to give like 15 to 20 percent um, on this sandwich that if I gave it to one of my friends, if they came to my house and I made it for them, I would be absolutely humiliated handing it over to them. You would feel shame. And then I look at the wall and it says, our bread, your masterpiece. If this is a fucking masterpiece, Subway, you guys should be ashamed of yourselves. Downtown Barry, there's a sign that says, uh, I heart Barry, and it's just white letters. And that's all it says. And it costs $200,000 to build this fucking sign. So anyways, people are up in arms now because the other night the sign was defaced. And it says, um, dirty money. Uh, clean hands. Somebody spray painted that on it and people are up in arms and they say, it's so disgusting. I can't believe someone would deface the art like this, but you know what I think is disgusting is that the city spent $200,000 on a bunch of white letters that say, I heart Barry. My guest today is my good friend, Phil Branco. Uh, he's the guy that gets me high when we go, uh, on camping trips uh, great guy. The minute I met Phil, we hit it off and, uh, we're dying laughing and he always has a lot of, uh, wonderful things to talk about. He's a huge dog person. He's got his two dogs, Fred and Ralph. Uh, he was in town because Fred was having his balls cut off this morning. So Phil and I decided, you know what? We've wanted to do this forever. We may as well just do the podcast. So this one's totally impromptu. I had way less, uh, notes than I normally have, but we still hit on a number of topics. We talk about campsites, we talk about weed, we talk about theft, uh, a whole bunch of things. So uh, this was a fun one, man, and uh, it's always great to see Phil. He's somebody that I love so much, and uh, this is a fun one. It's just like an easy one to uh, sit back and listen to, and uh, we had a great time. Went and had lunch after with our friend Nico, who does the music uh, at the top of the hour here, and uh, I think you'll like it. This is a good one, so check it out. Phil, it's, uh, it's awesome. Enjoy. So, what is the liquor store like 
<laughs> so it was kind of what I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some people dressed nicely and formally, and then there were some people tattered up clothes, man. It's, just, like, it's amazing that there's a crowd of people. But like, I, I was like, what the, who's, like, they were clawing at the door. Like, some people were just trying to open the doors. Yeah, well, it's, that's it's, why, if you've ever seen, uh, I don't know which zombie movie it is, it's like Dawn of the Dead, or yeah. movie, whichever one's in the mall, the famous one. And <clears throat> the way they came up with the idea is because people just want to go and shop, so they, like, are always clawing at the doors, <laughs> like, waiting for it to open, and then the guy was like, Jesus, they're like zombies, and then he ended up writing the whole movie. Yeah, I know what that's like from work but dude like coming into the lcbo at 10 o'clock in the morning like there's it was yeah kind of, i just grabbed these beers and like let's get out of here this is the weird yeah we should add like this is a impromptu podcast because you were in town yeah but so... um but like i've been <laughs> so we had to grab beers but uh i've been the guy at 10 a.m especially during <laughs> like lockdowns yeah. because during lockdown i drank like constantly okay. i think i drank for six months straight non-stop and so I would just like, if I woke up at eight in the morning, I'd be like, oh God, I like, what am I going to do with my day? Cause I had nowhere, I didn't have a job or anything, right? Yeah. I hadn't okay. started what I'm doing now yet. And so I would go to the Mary street LCBO and grab my stuff for the day. <laughs> and so this one time there was this girl and she passed me on a bicycle and like I was at a stoplight and she goes by me on a bike and I just kind of noticed her. And then she rode up to the LCBO. So the Mary Street LCBO is like the worst place in the world. Okay. So it's... I'm not too familiar, right? Yeah, it's the worst spot in Barrie. Yeah, okay. Um, so like <laughs> the worst spot in Barrie is the McDonald's downtown, but Mary Street's one street up from it. Okay. Like it's connected. And um, so that's where all the homeless people are. And that's where all the drunks are. All the, all the drug dealers. <laughs> that's like, it. There's always a crowd near the loading bay of the liquor store just like yelling stuff out like hey can you drive me to this like you know there's always something yeah and every time you go into the store there's a fight there's a like a security's tackling somebody there's a drunk guy walking into a shelf like it's a mess there's always some craziness so during lockdown you had to line up outside so you just had to stand in that environment and wait to be let in because they'd only let in a certain amount of people so one day i found myself in that line because i was there (laughs) early and so the girl that passed me on the bike uh, I saw her chaining up her bike. She was right ahead of me in line. And um, she had sunglasses on, and she turned to me, and she goes, sometimes I like to see the beautiful colors. And she stared up at the sky. And I was like, oh, she's high as fuck. And then she goes, excuse me. And she did this, you know, like this on audio podcast so no one can see me, but she did this, like, ballet maneuver <laughs> and wandered into the middle of the parking lot and just started spinning. And then she came back and um, she stood in front of me and she turned to me again and goes, beautiful day for uh, art. And I'm like, what? And then finally she get, she the security lets her in and she bows to them and then walks into the store. Whoa. And so then I find I'm like up next, I'm waiting. And then they let me in. And sure enough, <laughs> I encounter her one more time. She's in the beer section. And she's got her hand, and she's just running her hand along all the beers on the shelf. And and then she just, like, was gone in a flash. But I was like, how are you this fucked up at 10 a.m.? Yeah. You know? Like, it, it was, like, yeah, I was I was doing it, too, but I wasn't, like, <laughs> out of fucking control. <laughs> yeah, she so, that's next level. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't so, see anything I got this morning, but. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad we're drinking. Cheers, yeah, Phil. Cheers. I'm off today, so. I have the day off. Well, spur, kind of like the uh, spur of a moment kind of idea, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I just sent you a message saying you were here. 
So you're in town because uh, Fred's getting his balls cut off. He's getting the boys taken off. Yeah. Today. So Fred, Fred is Phil's dog. Yeah. I uh, have two dogs, Ralph and Fred. Ralph's a good boy. Fred's a good boy. <laughs> they're, they're great dogs, but the weird thing with dogs, I've always thought this is strange. They love you endlessly, but we we cut their balls off. <laughs> Yeah. If if that happened to you or me, like if our father took us and we had to have our, we got castrated, <laughs> you'd hang on to that. You'd have a lot of anger. For there would it. be no endless love. Yeah. <laughs> right there and done, right? But isn't it strange that they yeah. still come back and love us? Remember the 90s? So yeah. when the dogs had balls? Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to do that. And then, so I would backtrack a little bit. When I got the dog, mm-hmm. uh, OSPCA has a application for neuter or spay right yeah i just threw the application in and we're loving this dog for a year now a year and a few months and they sent me an email yesterday or last week saying hey opening available for your neuter time for your dog mm-hmm. and i talked to megan and she's like well let's just do it so poor guy i give him give him an appointment bring him up here today he has no idea what's going on yeah walk into this building and we put this uh the other leash choke collar kind of thing on him. Yeah. And he's like, what's going on, dude? <laughs> what's going on? And I'm like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. See you later. But I always thought it was weird when, um, so Ralph's a little guy. He's a tiny little dog. A little Jack Russell, yeah. Yeah, and Fred is huge. He's a, he's a Mastiff yeah. mix. Yeah. So, but Ralph would constantly fuck Fred. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's the weirdest thing to see because it's like a, a mouse fucking a horse. Yeah, so the funny thing is, right? So yeah, he would stand up behind him and try to hump him but he, his face doesn't even reach his ass yeah so it's the funniest thing going through forward and megan's like yeah i don't want to ever see this reverse right like mm-hmm. eventually it's going to get to the point like fred right now isn't humping he's not doing anything crazy but what if like shit happens when we're not home right like that's a, that's an issue so yeah, like, when the yeah, parents are gone you don't know what the hell they're yeah doing. when the cat's away right yeah so yeah so. Mind you, i've seen some movies like that so i mean <laughs> step bro <laughs> There's there's definitely like a, a a circle of people who like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, what started the dog obsession? Because you guys are very dog obsessed. Uh, I don't know. I've always had dogs growing up, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, Megan had a dog forever. Her dog lasted like it was like eighteen years. It was just Portuguese Bedango. Um, I don't even know what that is. I'm a dog guy. Yeah, so she was a good dog, but she lasted forever. She lived a great life. And then, I don't know, we just got Ralph Mm -hmm. um, the year we got married. Okay. And just been fantastic. Uh, What happened then, so I grow some weed on the side. Just for my own personal use, whatever, right? Not to mention my own personal use. <laughs> Usually if Phil and I are together, that's the only time I do this sort of thing. So yeah, yeah, so periodically I'll smoke a little bit of weed, have some gummies. Anytime we go camping, I'm like, is Phil going? They're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. So yeah, what uh, what happened last year, um, somebody hopped my fence. Yeah, I was actually going to ask about this. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah so yeah. somebody hopped my fence and they were trying to look for weed in the area, right? In pots, but plants. And uh, so, 2 o'clock in the morning, I have a super bright uh, motion-sensing light on my shed. Yeah. Um, wakes me up, 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And the entire bedroom, the house li- lights up. Yeah. Like, everything in the house lights up. I think there's a UFO. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? What's going on? Right? I wake up. Megan's like, oh, no, it's probably like a skunk. And I'm like, no, 
it can't be a skunk because when Ralph goes outside, the motion sensor doesn't trigger. Okay. Right? So I'm like, I take a look outside and it takes me a second to kind of like get my eyes in focus. It's like a bat's not setting this thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I'm like, what, what the hell? So I look in the backyard and I see a shadow yeah. behind the shed and like hiding behind the shed and the, the fence. Yeah. Right in the corner. And I go, oh shit. So I said, Megan, like, so someone's trying to, someone's in our property. Someone's you know, yeah. breaking in or they're looking for pot plants. She's like, what? Seriously? So she gets up. I said, I called the cops. And the 911 dispatcher operator, she's like, so what's going on? I says, I have somebody hop the fence. Um, what, what's going to happen? You're like, uh, what is it? Hop the fence. They're in the property. So they're like, what do you think you're doing? I says, I have pot plants. I think mm. he's trying to steal my weed. Yeah. She's like, how much weed do you have? <laughs> right? They're like, well, I just have a couple plants. It's just personal stuff. Yeah. She's like, okay. She's like, I'll send a dispatch. Yeah. So I didn't really do anything until... Uh, I waited a, a few minutes on the phone. Right? That's such a 50-50 call to make. Because yeah, like, right. Like, oh, what fuck, am I going to do? I don't do? want to wrap myself out for my weed. Right? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's legal. Yeah. Like, what What can really happen? I only have a couple plants. Whatever. Yeah. So, then I'm on the phone with her, and then he starts coming closer to the property. Mm-hmm. And now he knows the motion sensor light's there, so he's not scared anymore. So, yeah. he keeps walking closer and closer and closer until he almost gets, like, right behind, right, right underneath the bedroom window. Yeah. Right? And I have a spot. Well, you saw it, right? So... He's right below me, yeah. right? And then he reaches for my plant, and I open the window, and I bat, like just smack it, and I yell out, hey, man. And he just bolts. He takes off, yeah, yeah, right? Of course. And then, I, obviously, the dispatcher saw or heard what happened, so the cops were looking. I've, I go onto a, a park in the backyard, right? Yeah. So they're looking around. They come and get some information, yada, yada, yada. So the next day, I'm like, I'm pissed off, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how dare somebody come into my 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 space? It's for me yeah. and my family, right? Yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. And just sort of anger. I'm like, I'm getting a shotgun. I'm done. Yeah. yeah and he's exactly. like, so you're going to kill somebody for weed that you grow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not even good weed. Right? So, so she's, she's, I'm like, okay, fine. That's not it. Done. I'll get a dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, fast forward. I see. Did I tell you the story about uh, Fred? Uh, well, tell it anyway. Okay. So yeah. I had this weird dream. I guess it was the night after. Right. Okay. And I said, okay, I would previously the said after Megan. The theft. Yeah. Okay. So I told Megan, I said, we're getting a dog. She's like, okay, we'll look at look into it. <laughs> we have right? a dog. He's yeah. not going to do anything. Well, what am I going to do? I send this little Jack Russell. Like, he's great for barking, but. Yeah, yeah he's very small. His head will get kicked off in a second, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's it. I go to bed. In the middle of the night, I have his dream that I got a dog on a clearance. Okay. <laughs> like, a weirdest. I'm like, what am I thinking? I wake up and I, I'm just like, so confused I, I roll over and tell Megan so we I got a dream got a dog on clearance I don't know what's going on so I roll over try to go back to sleep can't fall asleep I look at my phone pull up Facebook and there's a dog store or there's a pet store in town okay that has dogs and she's like so we have two puppies left reduced now for the second time she's like and I messaged her I'm like sweet really like dog. what is this I'm like what kind of dog is on clearance she's like it's a it's a mastiff mix yeah I like, well, that suits the bill. It fits the bill, right? Yeah. Okay. So we go take a look at the dog. And, yeah. He's, he's a, very cute. Yeah, he's a good-looking dog. I want to take immediately. Well, probably the picture of you holding him. We'll probably use that as okay. the picture yeah. for this. So people will get, like, an image. Because yeah. we're, we're talking about Yeah, so he's, like, I don't know, 10 weeks, 11 weeks in the picture. But he's a big boy, right? Yeah. So, um, and the paws are getting bigger. I can see he's growing. Yeah, now yeah. he's now he'll stand up when I get home. And mm-hmm. he just... Jumps up, gives me a hug, and he's above me, right? But I once had a great day, and it was uh, six feet tall. 
Wow, that's yeah. a big boy. And we took it in because it was a uh, it was it was a disaster to take in, but it was abused. So these people like needed to find it a home because like it wasn't good with their family because it would like snap because it had been beaten. And so we take it in and they started like, oh, she's big. And then we see her and she's actually six feet tall. Whoa. And somewhere I have a picture of her laying on the couch and she takes up the whole couch. It's like a person laying there. <laughs> and like, but that dog, like she was beautiful, but you couldn't really get close to her because like, even if you were petting her, she'd lean into you like the good dog, you know, and then she would just snap and like jump. And then oh. she was so big. It was like scary. You know, if she ever bit you, she could take her arm off. Yeah. So it was, uh, that one was like a little rocky. That was probably our toughest dog we had. Yeah. I've always had golden retrievers. So they're and, good dogs. yeah, they're great dogs. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about, um, it's kind of going to go into a few different things, but we'll start with like weed and gummies because we've, uh, we've gone down that path many a time. And uh, kind of how you got into that, because that's a major story as well. Do you want to start with how I got into it? Yeah. So, January 1st, Yeah. I was... Uh, Hungover. Kind of, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, obviously, right? The night before, and I'm at wake up, go home, take a shower, and I started going in the shower, got a bit of soap to my armpit, and yep. I feel this mass there, Yeah. right? And... I'm like, what the fuck is that? It wasn't there the day before. Yeah. Right? And I grab it. It's like the size of like an orange, like a big orange. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Bigger than, larger than a baseball. Yeah. And, uh. It's so fucked up when our bodies attack us. It's weird. Like, you're, you're just like minding your own business, do do do. And then it's yeah. like, hey, All of a sudden, your heart's exploding. Like, what the hell? Yeah. What just happened? Yeah. So, uh, I just hop out of the shower, soaking wet, wrap a towel around my waist. Yeah. Go downstairs. Uh, my dad's down there at the time. I lived with my parents still. Yeah. Saga. And I said, yo, take a look at this. Right? So I lift my arm and all of a sudden there's this mass. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we got to go see a doctor. But it's January 1st, right? So I have to wait till the next day or whatever the Monday was of that weekend. Um, call the doctor up. He's on vacation. Push another week. Yeah. Right. So, oh God. Yeah. And, you're, the whole and I'm time, like you thinking, like, what with the, it yeah, like, what is going? Yeah, it. I'm just like trying Somebody to pull just cut it out. out. More. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to like, what is what is this? Assist? Just maybe? I don't know. I'm kind of like everything's going around my head, right? Mm-hmm. So, wait a week and a bit until the doctor's back. Finally, go see him. He's like, yeah, we got issues. He's like, this is what it potentially could be, um, but we're going to go immediately. We sent me for an ultrasound. Like that day, sent me an ultrasound. Went to the hospital, set it up, came back right after the ultrasound. Everything went so quickly, man. It was just uh, ultrasound to, uh, I went to see a surgeon that afternoon after that. So like yeah. first thing in the morning from doctor, ultrasound, doctor, now surgeon. Yeah. And surgeon's like, yeah, we're booking your biopsy. And I'm like, all right, when's that happening? He's like, tomorrow morning, first thing in the morning. I'm like, whoa, man, like. To settle down and slowly like, pump yeah. the brakes a little bit. What's going on? He's like, no, I'd be like, do it right now. Yeah, well, I'm I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around everything that's going on, right? And so he's like, yeah, um, let's let's book the biopsy. So I went the next morning biopsy. A day later, I got the results. So it was a uh, uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma. And uh, yeah, what was it called? Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, it's named after Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, yeah, just one thing after another, like, uh, going back to the, the weed and the edibles. So I was in chemo for nine months. Yep. Um, and there was one point in chemo where I just lost, I think it was like 
10 or 15 pounds in a week, right? Right. And the doctor's like, well, you got to maintain your weight because that's how your chemo, your your medicine is based on your weight and right. Right, all those metrics. So he's like, all right, we're going to be giving you mer- medical marijuana now. It's yeah. all, it's in a pill form. Like, okay. All right. Let's <laughs> I'll go. give that a shot. So, yeah. So that maintained my weight because I was going from first thing in the morning before chemo would... Uh, Tim Hortons grabs some bagels, um, my coffee, ice cap, hot chocolate, mm. and it would be chemo for four or five hours. And after chemo would be, uh, was it Burrito Boys or KFC? Okay. So yeah. that, okay, I was I was so high the yeah. entire time after that point. Unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, so ever since then, I'm like, well, if the doctor says I can have some weed. Yeah. I never, re- I smoked a little bit of weed before then, but I never really... Not as much as I currently do, which right. is not, I mean, I'm not a stoner, but I'll, yeah. I'll partake in a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, so, I, I will do it if it's like... With me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime I'm with you, for sure. And then, like, I have a couple of friends who uh, are into that. I had a joint with a friend here the other yeah. day. And, uh, or some people would pop by on the podcast. We've had a couple where, like, people wanted to get high first. So, yeah. I, yeah. I, it's not it's not something I do myself but if i'm in like a social setting then i'll definitely do yeah it. that's, that's I, I do take the uh i usually will take like a gummy or something to go to sleep because i uh i used to sleep like a baby now i'm all fucked up mm-hmm. so I, I have terrible sleep now actually going back to what you said about the theft in the backyard the one nightmare that i always have is home invasions and like i don't know if that's like I always say I'm not scared of anything, but I think maybe that's like my deepest fear is it's always in the back of your mind. <laughs> yeah, somebody actually breaking into your own space like that freaks me out. Yeah. You were, did you ever see the movie The Strangers? Mm, it was like know. they all had masks. It was uh, it no. was kind of based on the Manson murders, but um, it's about a home invasion. Okay. And I remember watching the movie and hating the movie because it made me really uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, and like it doesn't end nicely either. It's, it's, so like, it's a very real possibility. Yeah, and a, and very realistic violence and stuff. Like nothing was over the top. Like you know, and so I just I remember going to bed thinking like, well, I can never go to sleep again. <laughs> like you know that one. I'll never enjoy a night's sleep ever again. Yeah, that one actually got to me. Um, doing four hours of chemo. What do you do? Uh, so uh, with the chemo came a lot of anxiety, right? Yeah. So I I was given some. Uh, I think it was Ativan. Okay. It mellows you out quite a bit between that and the medical marijuana. I was pretty much put in the. So you're like comatose. Oh yeah, like I I, I slept for most of it. Right, and yeah. so yeah, okay. My I have a friend. He had uh, he had a cancer scare when we were in high school, and he's a massive wrestling fan. Mm. And so like we're still really good friends, and he's good now. He got like it, he he beat it. And, um, he would have to go do chemo on Monday nights. And so he would ask them to put on, on Monday nights is when wrestling airs. So back in the day, it was like WCW and the WWF. So he would ask them to go back and forth to the two wrestling (laughs) shows and he would do that while he was doing chemo. Yeah. I was just, I was out of it. Yeah. So you were just sleeping. Nice. For the most part. But you're good. Now I'm good. Uh, seven years in remission. Um, Originally, it was five years and cancer-free, but mm. because of the type of cancer that I had, it's and science has gone so so much more. Uh, they say that now I have to do twenty years. So every every year now for the next seven uh, no thirteen years, mm-hmm. I go in and see my doctor, do blood work, CT. So you beat cancer. So how did you beat it? 
What do you mean? <laughs> well, you're, the, you're the, like the only one who beat it. So you should just tell people how to do it. Yeah. Well, I sat there and we got keep investing all this money in cancer <laughs> research, but you, you've already done uh, it. I honestly... It was KFC, right? Yeah, it was the KFC, the Burrito Boys, and Timmy's. Yeah. <laughs> they were the VIP. I don't think I've ever had Burrito <laughs> Boys, but I fucking love KFC. Yeah. I, KFC is the greatest tasting thing that has ever existed in the world. Like, so, taste-wise. The funny thing is, after chemo, yeah. I can't stand it now. Really? Like, Popeyes, all right, Mary Brown's, I have, uh, but KFC, no, I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, okay. I don't know why. Burritos, I'll still, like, crush a burrito, but yeah, it's weird, man. Yeah, I love Mexico. Shout burrito. out to Burrito Boys, though. Got a halibut shrimp. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's really good. I would like to try it. <laughs> I've never tried it. Um, so... Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about a little bit because we're both into this kind of shit is uh, UFOs. Yeah. So um, I just recently heard a podcast that was all about um, UFO sightings, and mm-hmm. it was like uh, it was a fella who worked for the uh, uh, like I don't want to say Area Fifty One, but I think he did actually. But he was like a researcher for that kind of thing, and now he's come out and gone public and confirmed like all the stuff that we've seen that's leaked now that you can look up online where they have pictures of these crafts and stuff in space or not not in space just like uh pilots i think i know what you're talking about yeah i think he was uh was he interviewed i think by rogan wasn't yeah, he yeah 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 so and actually i think lex friedman as well okay yeah so, it was on both and then yeah and i saw there was pictures and in the pentagon came out and said yeah there's such things but they call it something else i forget what it's called now uh, yeah they have a they're not ufos it, yeah. but it's called something it so, means the same thing. It means the same thing. Yeah. It's like whatever. It's they the don't know thing. what it is. But yeah. Outer, like unworldly phenomenon. Yeah. Aircraft or whatever. It's amazing to me that this got like no actual coverage. Yeah. Like people are, you know, all the news is like, oh, the indigenous children that died in the 40s. And it's like, what about the fucking UFO that we just saw? There, there's clear, there's evidence and pentagon's coming out saying it's legit yeah. this is real stuff yeah no one, no one gives a damn which i don't know what do you want to do at this point like it's it's real like we were camping yeah. like, earlier this summer just looking at the stars yeah and uh what we remember what we saw there the, the starlink the, yeah the satellite like how cool is that man that was amazing so no we, obviously not from alien shit but no this this but this was um it's the only time i've ever seen it yeah and so we were camping and we were smoking around a fire and then someone goes oh my god look and we look up, and there's just this, like, train of yeah, lights. Yeah, Cassidy, the Cassidy's yeah. like, are you guys seeing what I'm seeing yeah. here? And we look up, and it just, yeah, there's just, I don't know, like, 50 lights. Tons. tons. All in a straight line. And what's crazy is it didn't, like, didn't go around the curvature of the Earth. Yeah. It kind of just, like, just kept going straight and yeah. just disappeared. I'm like, what the Yeah, hell, and you and I man? bolted down to the lake you, to get a yeah, go to the beach. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, it, it, it was amazing. And, like, so now they're saying, we'll talk a little bit, like, we'll, we'll probably talk a lot about Elon Musk because I think we both are big fans. <laughs> but, um, like, apparently the satellites now, he basically took the internet. So they're all, like, internet capable, and the satellites go all around the globe. Mm-hmm. So he can send internet signal to places that have never had internet. Yeah, so the people in the far north or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the entire world will have access. The guy just literally just took the internet. Like, yeah, it's his. It's his. Yeah. How is it, like, how is it possible? And uh, so, um, one of the things I, I know we were talking about it at a party, uh, 
we're just both kind of like technology nuts with mm. this craziness that's coming, even though I can't work technology. Yeah, no, I, I'm completely illiterate with like IT and yeah. coding and I don't development. know anything. Yeah. Yeah. I modded a PlayStation 1 and I, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe I pulled it off. Like I told my friends and they're like, you can barely operate your phone. How mm -hmm. did you do this? But, you know, you just fall steps on yeah. But um, one of the cool things that he's doing, uh, Elon Musk, um, my friend uh, had a baby that was born with no, like the bottom part of the arm. So kind of at the elbow, it like severs mm -hmm. and apparently he's built this uh like almost like a robotic arm and it g connects right into your nerves so like your thought pulses will actually move the arm yeah so uh, i guess that would be the Neuralink, right uh no it's a different oh, is yeah okay. but um so apparently this arm they've got it to a point now and it's like a steel robotic arm it can pick up a stem wine glass without breaking it isn't that crazy? And, then, and so I'm, I'm thinking that this baby it's that my friend has will probably have the bottom portion of her Full arm in the next few years. So that's kind of... Uh, that's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome, yeah. The Neuralink thing is apparently it's a, it's a chip that goes in your into your brain. Mm -hmm. So they have to drill a hole in your brain. <laughs> right. Like a, like a lobotomy. <laughs> so, well, I don't know how, but apparently what happens, like they grow or they connect... Uh, tissues so people that are let's say uh, if they have are missing a limb or they're unable to walk yeah they're it, paralyzed it, yeah it, it regrows or, or relearns the body structure to to work yeah i don't know how that was possible this guy is maybe he is an alien like I, i'm telling you right now but look i i pulled up uh, his company list he's basically uh like to me if I was making a James Bond movie, I'd cast him as the bad guy. I Yeah, I've always said he is a, uh, a Bond villain. Yeah. Okay. How can somebody on the face of this earth own and run so many companies and make such a stride in human development in like such a, uh, 15, 20 years? So yeah. Tesla, SpaceX, Neuralink, PayPal, OpenAI, SolarCity, Tesla Energy, DeepMind, Stripe, Falcon 9, Starlink. Yeah. <laughs> Like, where, where do you sleep? And, yeah, the fucked up part <laughs> to me, this is the most fucked up thing in the whole thing to me, which is, I, I know everything he does is fucked up, like, we're, we're going to Mars now, but he, he'll occasionally tweet about what video game he's playing. <laughs> and it's like, when are you doing what, this? What time do you have? Yeah. I can barely remember what I had for breakfast, if I eat a breakfast. Yeah, I read this <clears throat> whole thing where he was talking about his character on uh, Cyberpunk, and I'm like, you... Took the time to design your own little avatar on yeah. cyber. Like what? Yeah. You know? Insane. Yeah. And then he's getting flack because he's um, banging chicks on the side. <laughs> it's like, who wouldn't? He's a dude. Yeah. So. Um, so. Insane. Yeah. I, I, I'm i a fan. I like him. Um, but he might be. I don't think. I don't know, man. I think he's, he's next level. Yeah. He's a, he's a different breed completely. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about campsites because you camp more than anyone I've ever seen. I love it. I'm yeah. a, I'm an outdoors guy. Anytime I have a chance to go up North. It's nice going with you too, because you have all the stuff. So, I mean, like you've got the trailer with the oven on it. You've got the fucking everything. Yeah. So and when, the weed. yeah, I have a, I have a door, I have a drawer in there with some weed all the mm -hmm. time, but, uh, so where's 
in your experience, where are the best places to go? I know you were, you went up to Sault Ste. Marie, I believe. Yeah, I we went uh, probably four or five hours north of Sault Ste. Marie. Uh, Wawa, Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um, Lake Superior Provincial Park is beautiful. Okay. It's like no other place, man. The lake, largest lake in the world. Okay. Um, but the views, the trails, the scenery. And you go, when you're driving 15 hours away or whatever it is, 13, whatever. Too far. Yeah, but you 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 don't. So far. People that are there are like people that want to camp and really enjoy the outdoors and really, really don't take it take advantage of the. I don't know, like like the people that go weekend warriors to Algonquin or whatever or or another small parks in the area, right? They just take advantage of the park itself, ruin right. the atmosphere, take like tear down trees. It's not cool. Um, but if anyone wants to go camping Lake Superior, that's a place. It's gorgeous, man. Like, and wh- where did we just go? We went to Six Mile Lake up in uh, Perry Sound. Okay, perfect. Where was the Where was the place we went with like the rock beach? With the what's right in here? It had like a rock beach. It was, I think, the first time we went. Where was that? As we crack more beers at today. Yeah. Well, we while we think about time? it, let's, yeah, yeah, okay. let's go Cheers. over uh, what we're drinking. This is a Tisk. It's a Polish beer. Okay. Five percent alcohol and a half liter. <laughs> nice. And uh, what was the first one that we had? How do you pronounce this? It's a West Mall. Okay. Four point eight percent. And I thought this was uh, Belgian. It looks Belgian. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Well, cheers, man. Yeah, cheers. Solid morning. <laughs> so, um, one of the most ridiculous texts I ever got in my life was from you. Um, you messaged me early in the morning <laughs> and you said, Hey, buddy, want to go ice fishing? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> I know. What's I know. wrong with you? I Like I said... Outdoors is my thing, man. If yeah. I'm not camping in the summer and it's the wintertime, I'm out in the out in the lakes ice fishing. So ice fishing is the fastest way to kill yourself. For some, it's proven. <laughs> um, so right, I had a, a friend, uh, uh, like more of an acquaintance, like uh, he was a good friend of one of my best friends. But he uh, went through the ice on a snowmobile a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, he passed away. And ever since then, I've been like, I don't understand why anybody goes on ice ever. And, like, Eve's family always wants to go skating. And mm-hmm. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? No. Yeah. Yeah, I'd Like, they went skating on the, the canal in Ottawa. Okay, yeah. Not a chance. <laughs> yeah. Never I'm get good. me on. Yeah, I remember texting you, like, fuck you, man. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that. You cannot find me on the ice. Yeah, and, <laughs> like, in, in Barrie, uh, I don't know if it was last year or a couple of years ago, somebody drove their pickup truck out on the ice and it oh. went through. Yeah, all the time. Like, what are people thinking? Why do Why do you do this? Well, What's the... I don't know. It's a rush. It's just something to do, right? Like, I, There's rather, lots to do, Phil. I, I'd rather be outside. I'd rather be in taking some fresh air. Yeah. And uh, I like the outdoors fine, but I mean, good God, I don't want to go through a frozen lake <laughs> and be paralyzed. Just to sit there for an entire day. I mean, I, I won't go unless it's truly safe. Yeah. Right? Well, I, it's not truly safe. Ice, no ice is safe. Ice, ice. melts and ice no. cracks. Oh man, let me tell you, I was uh, on Simcoe last year doing an overnight fish, and that lake, it was 
popping underneath me and the water would be coming right through the hole. Right? And you do this at night? I've done it at night, yeah. Good yeah, God. I'm crazy. And like It's fun. What about like the first responders like they must have the biggest hate on for ice fishing <laughs> yeah i mean you i mean you're putting the lives in jeopardy of uh, everyone else too right yeah all the, all the rescue teams firefighters yeah i uh eat. not in a million years i love you but i'm not going uh not i do it religiously there. not a chance um so the other thing i wanted to talk about that, like i wanted to hit on was uh ghosts so I uh, I did an episode with my friend Nicole. I think you've listened to it. Yeah, I want to have a chat with her. Yeah, and uh, so her and I kind of bonded over like mutual haunting stories. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to hear about like what your experiences. I've had so uh, the place that my parents sold in Mississauga. When we moved in, some weird shit was happening. Okay, like <clears throat> it happened actually just after. I think it was just after nine eleven. When uh, when we moved in, okay, that's the time period, right? Two thousand one, and uh, it, I always had like weird feelings, like walking down the hall or into like into the bedroom. I always had just weird feeling, like someone's watching me. It, okay. it's just a it's a weird feeling, man. It's it's weird, and uh, I I had the same thing with the. Uh, I think I, I think I talked about it on the one with Nicole. I can't remember, but, um, I had a bathroom in this house mm -hmm. and anyone who ever, it was just a stand up shower in the, yeah, I think you bathroom. did mention it. Yeah. And anyone who ever showered in there said like, they felt like they were being watched. Yeah. And I, it's cause I cut a little hole. <laughs> because they were, yeah. <laughs> but no, it, it's true. Like I would, I would like put shampoo in my hair and close my eyes as I was washing it out. And immediately have to like jump and open my eyes and be like, "What the fuck was that?" It's a weird feeling, like yeah. you're just constantly being watched. And then one time, my dad was uh, he was on vacation. He went up to Portugal with my uncle. So yeah. It was just my mom, my sister, and I. And it was like I don't know in the evening, some point in time. I leave my bedroom, start making way downstairs to the kitchen, mm -hmm. and midway down the stairs, I just hear glass shatter. Mm. Like what? And it was in my parents' room. My mom was downstairs watching TV. My sister wasn't home. I go to my parents' room and there's like a family portrait. I'm not fucking weirdest thing. So like you see your dresser here. Yeah. Picture the family portrait where that mirror is. Okay. It's right at the back, leaning against the wall. Like okay. that portrait was now across the room. Okay. Right. Yeah. And the glass shattered. I'm like, what the. And so it's what? big. It's yeah. Big... It was. It was like yeah. Like it was. A, it was a pretty. It was a good sized picture. And like right. no one else was here. I'm like what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Weird it would take shit. some force to... Yeah, but with her. nobody home, like, what is going on? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what I did last night. I was just... I was terrified. Mm -hmm. um, I saw some weird, weird shit. Yeah. Really weird. Like, uh, I saw... This was before the chemo, so I wasn't high. <laughs> and uh, I uh, I saw one lady one time looking at my bedroom. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then I talked to my sister. And she's like, yeah, I saw that too. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So, I don't know. Some people definitely think doesn't exist. I'm a believer. Yeah. I've, I've seen so like, I, I, I did the whole podcast on it, but I mean, uh, I've seen shit. Everyone I know has, like, a story. Mm -hmm. um, a, a good friend of mine lived in this old farmhouse. And um, he was uh, upstairs in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. And he heard the creaking of the floorboards, so he knew his girlfriend was sneaking up on him. And then he heard, like, a girl giggling, so he knew she was going to, like, jump out and yeah. pop, pop out of. 
So he got out of the tub finally and he walked out and he's like, I know you're there. And then he hears what from downstairs. And he walks downstairs and she's like, I think she was playing video games in the downstairs living room. She was not anywhere close to where he was. And then one night he went outside. um, I forget. I kind of forget what happened, but he went outside late at night because he couldn't sleep. Mm -hmm. And he saw an entire like horse and carriage go by the house. But it was like not real. It was like just an apparition of a horse and carriage going by. That's weird. eh? Yeah. And it's like. It was a weird place. Like it was, you felt something when you went in that house. I remember. Well, I, I've had stories told to me and my mom when I was an infant. She'd be feeding me. She'd go sit on the bed, like middle of the bed or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, she'd be feeding me. And all of a sudden, there'd be like a depression in the corner oh, okay. of the bed. Yeah. Like somebody just sat there. Yeah. Right. Just weird shit. My in uh, a different house. My aunt's ex-husband at the time. They used to live in the basement with us, but they would also periodically watching me and my sister because we were young at the time right yeah and uh one time he was watching my sister and he he said i swear to god he told my parents he's like i don't know what just happened but i was walking through the house and there's a spot that was ice cold he's right. like i could not like once he got cold he's like i couldn't stop it it was just that that section yeah what the hell? Like it's weird. weird I, I had the I told the story um, where I had that hallway down to the wine like room. Yeah, like it was a door that just a cold cellar. I guess you call it. I call it like a wine storage. Mm-hmm. But um, that's because I'm a wino. <laughs> but uh, so when you'd walk down that hallway, it was just this tight little hallway in the basement. And anytime you'd walk down it, it was like this wall stopped you. Like you couldn't, you could push through it and go and open the door, mm-hmm. but you would get chills. But we, when you hit this spot, it would literally stop you in your tracks. And then in my own research, I can't like prove it, but it looks like um, the lady who owned the house before us, her husband hung himself in the house. So I think it has something to do with yeah. that. But it was just this wall that would stop you. Yeah. And I had like, I, I, if you go back and listen to Nicole, I tell a whole bunch of stories. I think about that house, and it was uh, very yeah. Freaky. I, I look, you know, it's really cool because I, I listen to your podcast, all of them, and I know everyone here. Like, Thank God, someone does. <laughs> I'm like your number one Spotify fan. <laughs> I wonder, <laughs> I wondered who it was. Was listening. <laughs> There's one guy. Yeah. So I, I look forward to talking to these people, right? Meeting them. Yeah. Whoever's going to your wedding, and. Uh, oh yeah, I, I think a lot of them are. Yeah. So, yeah. That'd be cool to talk to someone yeah. especially if nicole's listening yeah look forward to having a conversation with her that's pretty yeah. crazy yeah and she, she had even more like her and i talked like off the podcast mm-hmm. and like there was even more we could have touched on yeah i always find out with people is that when i haven't seen them in a while we'll end up talking for like two hours and then we do the podcast and it's like nothing comes out because we already just <laughs> the entire conversation is, yeah yeah well, the, the best stuff would have been right before but Sometimes there's shit we can't say or we don't want to throw somebody under the bus or whatever. Makes sense. Um, so one story I wanted to tell is uh, with the gummies. Mm. Um, one time you got something too strong. Oh, dude, it was like... Um... So one of my friends at work, yeah. he said he was going to, to a, a reserve, right? He's like, I get all my gummies from them and cigarettes and he's like what do you want and I says i said just get me a pack of gummies whatever yeah he's like how strong do you want and i said like i'm whatever like i'm i'm a seasoned vet at this point yeah i'll just split them up I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy them all right he comes back with a bag 
10 gummies, 1,000 milligrams, so 100 milligrams each. Okay. Like, dude, what are you, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, I pop one of these. 100 milligrams, I think what I take was, I think the max I've taken was something that was like 16. Like, yeah, maybe. I know if you go to any dispensary, they can't sell anything more, I think, than like 10 in a bag. 10 milligrams per bag, I think. Well, I got so, I got this from my neighbor. So, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think, when when you have like when you go to reserve or anyone's making their own kind of batch idea, mm-hmm. it's hard to be specifically a hundred, right? Yeah. So I'm like, all right. I I, I took them from him. I go home and I hop on PlayStation and start enjoying my time. Yep. And I, I'll have a third, right? Mm-hmm. So thirty three milligrams, whatever. I cut it in three, and I'm playing for like two hours, and I don't feel anything. Okay. Right, and like this. This is where it gets you. This is like, and this is a, uses this very typical edible story. So I have another third, right, and I wait another two hours. So I'm playing like I'm legit playing games like the entire day now. Yeah, it's my day off. I'm finally just chilling out. Nothing else to do. I love days like that. Right, really so do. it rarely happens. So. Yeah. I uh, I have now uh, another third of this gummy. Yeah. So I'm in 66 milligrams. And I wait another couple hours and nothing. Like, I, it's like, all right, this is a dud. Maybe just yeah. there was nothing going on. And there's it, it, it big gummies. It was like, you know, the if you go to Block Barn and buy the large Coke bottles. Okay. Like yeah. very large Coke bottles. Yeah. That, that's what it looked like. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, nothing's going on. So I'm now in four hours, almost five hours without mm. any anything going on. And I'm like, all right. What the hell? Nothing's in this gummy. It's a dud. There's nothing going on. Whatever. I eat it. And the moment I swallow this thing, I get hit by a truck. Right. Like, I just stop and my face starts melting. I'm like, no. (laughs) No. This is, this is, I can't, I can't just, I just fell for it. Yeah. Right? But I'm in five hours almost. Like, whatever. It is what it is. I'm just melting. My face is melting now. Yeah. And I was playing with one of my buddies and I'm like, listen, I'm not going to, I got to go. Like, yeah. This is not happening. It's amazing you can string it together. This yeah. So, but my hands were almost like numb. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I didn't even turn off my, the game or my TV. I started going upstairs and I, from my basement, it's like eight steps and then another four steps upstairs with the back split. Right. Yeah. And my stomach does like a 180. And yeah. I'm going to tell the full story because I'm here and that's what I do. I don't half ass shit, but yeah. I go. My dad was like a 180. Yeah. And I like, oh, I start, I start mumbling. I try to talk to my wife. And I'm like, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. I go to the bathroom and I sit down and then I just projectile vomit everywhere. Right. Like, oh, it's like, okay, it's not good. Yeah. And I'm there for, it feels like eternity. Right. And then Megan comes and she's like, are you okay? I'm like, no, <coughs> not cool, man. And that, it just progresses worse. I go to, I, like an hour later, I roll into bed and I'm like, Jesus, take the wheel. Like I yeah. thought there's a chance I might die tonight. I just, <laughs> I just went to bed yeah. and prayed. Any effects, not cool. any effects the next day? No. No? Well, I mean, a little fuzzy, but like yeah. brain fog. Okay. But it was just, it was the worst experience. And I, I, I didn't, didn't, I didn't touch an edible for about a year after that. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, we did, uh, somebody baked a cookie and uh we brought it home me and eve and um we decided to have it on like i think it was halloween Mm -hmm. and uh we were watching simpsons halloween specials 
and we each took a quarter of the cookie <clears throat> and I think we were drinking wine as well. And uh, yeah. And yeah. so I, uh, I <laughs> don't mix that. I did it and nothing was happening. And then we ran out of wine and I was like, Oh fuck, I still feel nothing. So I'm like, I'll just eat another quarter of the cookie. Yeah. And eventually I ate the third quarter of the cookie and you know, nothing. <laughs> I'm fine. Like it's like, Oh, nothing out of that. So we fit, I'm watching the final Simpsons episode. And then I stood up and I tried to walk and all of a sudden I hit the floor. I'm just like sinking into the floor yeah. and I had to lay down and I'm like, I don't feel right. And then I felt myself just sinking. And when I came to Eve was on the phone with the 911 dispatcher <laughs> and she's like, I think he's like, like OD'd on the, the and I'm like, Eve, now I'm high as fuck, hang up the phone. And so like, she she hung up, but like she had to like carry me to bed, and I was fucked. Yeah, it was, so. it's not a good experience greening out like that. But yeah, it was. Uh, I definitely recommend from that point forward. And it's always if you think you don't have it, like you're not feeling it, yeah. just wait a little bit longer, man. Yeah, I, or just count your blessings and be like, well, it didn't work. Yeah, tonight. maybe next time. Yeah, maybe next time. Yeah, don't go full. Yeah. At least you got to play video games. and yeah, yeah, you enjoy the rest of your day. Like It was not good. It yeah. bad. Um, I'm not going to name names, but remember when that guy wouldn't party with us? Oh. <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> how, how deep do you want to go with this? <laughs> I just wanted to out it. Um, should I name the person? No, no. But, like, honestly, <laughs> you and I are the nicest, friendliest people. We're always doing something awesome. We've got gummies. We've got beers going. And fucker wanted to swim. Yeah we, go, yeah, we go to a hotel for a, a function. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, listen, I brought, I think I even brought some burgers. You did. You brought yeah, a whole ton. I brought some burgers. Uh, which actually you? led to my disaster <laughs> at the wedding. But. You're, you're a, a disaster. But, uh, yeah, like, what's what's going on with that? Yeah, yeah. we're pretty cool, guys. I, I have a conversation so. with anybody. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's too bad. But I just wanted to say, fuck that guy. Fuck him. Um, so you and I, uh, we're probably, you're definitely the number one person that we send stuff back and forth, videos and pictures. <laughs> uh, I think so. Of ridiculous things. So the uh, I just wanted to touch on the video of the MMA fight. <laughs> <laughs> where so there's a woman she's an mma fighter and she fights uh a guy who identifies as a woman but he's a former um he was an army i think he was an army ranger or something so he's the most badass person alive right and so he's now identifies as a woman and i sent you this video what did you think of this fight uh, it was, uh, I, I would get arrested. Yeah. You would get arrested, but I, equality. Right. <laughs> but at what cost? I, yeah. I, when I was watching it, um, he's, a it's just a big guy who's in shape and he's fighting this tiny woman and she's clearly way better at jujitsu than he is because mm -hmm. she was dominating him at the start, but eventually he just got on top of her. And, and you're pummel. you're watching this guy just pummeling this yeah. woman's head in. He just like smashes her skull, and I'm like, like "What are we doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. how did this? How was this allowed?" Yeah, I, I 
There's only so much I want to say. Yeah. I have a lot to say. I would, I, I guess like inevitably what, <laughs> what I would tell anybody is go watch the South Park, um, about, yeah. um, uh, people who identify as a female in sports because they hit the nail on the head. Um, as- I just, I feel bad. Like when you say sports, I feel bad when you have a, 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 a bunch of ladies that have been training their entire life and putting 150 or 100, 200% of their effort, focus, diet, like every everything about their day yeah. is to become High the level best. Yeah. To become the best at their their job, their sport. Yeah. And it's, uh, I don't know. It's a shame. Yeah. Have you seen The Swimmer? Yeah, well, that's another thing. Yeah, who broke the world records. And it's just like, but yeah. come on. So it's a shame. Yeah. Um, there's like, there's so much I want to say, but we can't say any of it. Cause then that's the, end of, my job. that's the end of this podcast. It's and, a, well, yeah. I mean, like, um, listen, I, if you, we might have to edit something here, Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> but it, it's, uh, it's like, it's a super touchy topic, but it's just like, what, especially when you're looking at a combat sport, and it's so hard to say something and, and mean one thing and it might come out, as a, a how right. twisted, right? Yeah. But like, when you, especially a combat sport, and you have a like hundred pounds on someone, yeah, like it's not. It, first of all, it's out of weight class, but just because you you're saying you identify and which whatever, if you can identify as a woman, yeah, or you can identify as a man. That's on you. That's up to you. But sure. like, when you have a body of somebody that can like. Yeah. It's, Overcome anybody else. You could take the greatest, um, like you could take Amanda Nunes, who's a phenomenal uh, UFC fighter. Um, like maybe the best female ever in MMA. Mm-hmm. But if she fights Brock Lesnar, she's dead. Yeah. Does it, she's maybe a better mixed martial artist, but like it doesn't matter. She's the size of his arm. So I like weight classes or not. I just think like, especially with a combat sport and like, I would also say the same about powerlifting because just genetically we're different. I don't think mm-hmm. it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, yeah. But to switch gears entirely, um, you've heard the podcast before. So something we do every single time is whoever's here just has to recommend something. It can so be anything. I'm going to go back to my outdoors lifestyle. Okay. I'm not going to be ice fishing or nothing like that, but every year, and I just got back from a trip with my cousins. Yeah. Every year we go on a trip and we backpack and canoe into the middle of Algonquin. Yep. Right. And maybe not Algonquin, but maybe you can go, I don't know, somewhere, anywhere else. We go in for four days, five days, and it's just us. So, no, no wives allowed. It's mm-hmm. just the guys. We go in and there's nobody else there because we, we we hike in, we row in. We're talking like 130, 40 kilometers into the park. The entirety of the trip, round yeah. trip, right? Do you bring hookers or no? No. No oh. hookers or blow. Shit. Just a lot of edibles <laughs> and gummies and uh, some booze. But uh, So just us guys, I definitely recommend you go in with your, your best pals or your girlfriends if you're a girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, just go have a girl's trip or a guy's trip. And this is a place where you have no cell reception. Yeah. Right? You you just have you and your best friends to, if there is if there is an issue, you have to resolve it. Like, it's, it's such yeah. a cool experience because it's something that, what's the best way of saying it? It's, it's special in a way because it's just you guys. Yeah. Right? 
um, you can rely on each other. And that's right. how you build, you bond more. Yeah. And there's no interruptions. You don't see another per- person in the the entire time you're there unless you're at, at the, the, the boat launch in the right. entrance of the park, right? I definitely recommend uh, portaging or canoe trips. Okay, sweet. I uh, I do, I like going out in the in the wild and I love like paddling around like you always bring the boats anytime we go uh go yeah. camping or anything and I do love doing that but I've never actually done like the full blown trip so yeah like Definitely. man it's just it just you're rowing a canoe actually we almost hit a loon oh yeah like this <laughs> we're rowing in the middle of the park and this loon pops up right in front of the boat and uh, I'm mid strike I make it uh I'm rowing the, the the paddle yeah and I reach forward and this loon pops up <laughs> and, and like I've never seen a loon so close you see yeah. pictures and stuff but wow the colors the eyes are bright red and you got such bright blue on the neck and the white feathers it's really cool and yeah. bald eagles moose bears like yeah I don't know that's that's I, I really enjoy the, the outdoors we, we were doing uh, back when I did tile work mm-hmm. uh, me and my buddy uh, who ran the company we um, we got this uh, job where we had to go up north and tile like a the check-in center at the campsite and so they gave us a cabin. And so like, it was like our best tile job ever. Cause we had this cabin. I brought cigars. We had a beach. They gave us a boat because it wasn't ready when we got there. So we had to like drive this boat around and just go fishing. Just to kill time. Yeah, the yeah. only time I've ever been fishing, by the way, which I loved and never yeah. got to go again, but I do love fishing. We'll go in the summer. Yeah. Not on the ice, but, um, it was, it was this year where it got warm really, really early. So I think it was April or uh, March or April and the snow was already gone and it was warm enough out that you could swim. Mm-hmm. And so like, it was crazy. And so we're swimming in the, in the lake and something keeps hitting me in the leg. It felt like a boulder and it just kept rolling and hitting me in the leg. And then I'm swimming around and he's like, maybe it's a big bass or something. He's like, swam in and whacked you. And I'm like, I don't think so. It felt like a rock. And then he dove into the water and then he comes up and he's like, something fucking hit my leg too. He's like, it was huge. And he's like, it felt like a rock. And so we got out of the water. Like we finally go back to land that night. Uh, I call the girl I'm seeing on the, on the phone, on the cell phone. And I'm walking down the beach. The entire beach is covered in those big fucking sea turtles. I guess it was their like mating season okay. and they were all laying their eggs on the beach. And so we realized it was the fucking turtles kept swimming into our leg. It was the shell hitting us. And like, other than the home invasions, my biggest fear is having my cock bit <laughs> off by a turtle. We were talking about that with Kevin. This yeah. Year. <laughs> I, and yeah. like, so I'm always, anytime I see turtles, I'm like, he's going to bite my dick off. Yeah. And so like you, you actually rescued me at the camping trip this year and I held onto the back of your boat. That and was you a just, good uh, yeah. paddle back. And, and you paddled back and we talked all the way. But we see this turtle poke his head out of the water and I'm like, Phil, that thing's going to bite my cock off. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's yeah. my biggest fear. It's, uh, yeah, again, I'm going to show you a video later of our recent uh, canoe trip. We had this. I thought you were going to show me a video of someone getting their cock bit off Ugh, by a turtle. Close. Yeah. No, so <laughs> we, we get this one site and somebody left a bunch of apples sitting on the, uh, on a bench. Like what the fuck? Like nobody does that. That bear bait, right? Like apples yeah, are yeah. legit bear bait, right? Right. So like, okay, we're gonna burn it when we get a fire, and then all of a sudden, this enormous um, turtle. Um, I forget what it is. Snapping turtle. Yeah. Huge snapping turtle popped his head up, and we were just we just came out of the water. We were mm-hmm. just swimming, right? <clears throat> and so we threw this turtle. We're having a video. I'm gonna show you this video. It's yeah. Huge. They one. can do some fucking damage. Yeah. Things. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
It's ridiculous. Yeah. Fucking crazy ass Ninja Turtles. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to touch on while we're here? Uh, is there anything else? I don't have. Uh, what what do I say? I don't know. What time is it? Uh, How are we going? Eleven thirty. We've been going almost an hour. Really? Eh? Yeah. We only had two beers. Well, we'll still have more. <laughs> but anyway, that is. Uh, I'm glad you're here. Cool. I'm yeah, yeah. It's like we finally, it's, a, it's an honor to finally be over here. Awesome. We were trying to make this happen forever, right? And just, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad we finally. Our got schedules to. are so backwards. Yeah. All right, man. Love you. Good chat. You're the best. You're the best. Awesome.